Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! The show's called Canadian Politics is Boring. Oh, thank you. Right, I was forgetting what that was. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse. With me is Reese. I'm here to learn some shit, and so are you. Reese. Hi! Hello! What do you got for us today? <laughs> wonderful to see you, Jesse. Big, wonderful to see you as well. This sounds like a breakfast news show. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to fake laugh. <laughs> it's great to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to promote myself. And we are glad to have you on the show, on, on CPIP Mornings. The only thing softer than your journalism is the hole in my head. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> Um, We've got some great guests on today's show. We've got Bobby from the Karaoke Corner, who's live every Thursday and Friday down at the Pigeonhole. And we've got this wonderful baker who's coming in to show us how to make some delightful muffins for everyone can follow around for you who, who like to bake at home. And we know you do. You secretly do. You don't even deny it. You really do. He's going to tell you. Okay. Chef Chris is going to come in with some delightful baking tips for everyone. Stay tuned. And then Reese, Reese, you're going to teach us something too, right? On, on, on CPIP mornings. What is it? Uh, taxidermy. Taxidermy. Everyone's favorite subject here on CPIP mornings. So, so yeah, I'm going to be uh, visiting a, a new camp for kids where they spend the whole summer executing and then preserving animals that they find in the woods. Oh. It teaches, well, them, that's, that's... It teaches them a lot of life skills. <laughs> 
<laughs> and some practical skills. Because that's, um, uh, that's yes, that's lovely. Let's let's thank Don to Susan for the weather. There we go, Susan. <laughs> Reese, you always kill the mood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you want to know what this show is actually about? This episode is called "The Mystery of the Missing Kaiser Head." Kaiser head, like the a mis- Kaiser roll. The mystery of the mystery of the missing Kaiser head. Okay, I don't, this is a Canadian. Yes, this. this do you want to see? Sure? Do you want to see the Kaiser head? <laughs> it is there. That's the Kaiser head. Oh, all right. So I'm showing Jesse a picture of a bust of a German Kaiser. We'll put that up on the website, maybe. So, um, and at the moment, <laughs> seem seems to be like pulling statues down is the current social movement of our time. It's fun times. Yeah, this is a story of a statue coming down a hundred years ago. Before it was cool. I think it was always cool. It was always cool. Yeah. Statues are. It's just more mainstream now. It's it's gone mainstream. (laughs) It's gone from that difficult punk face. Right. Yep. To. Now now soccer bombs are doing it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Driving around in their minivans (laughs) with stolen statues. So anyway, um, have you ever been? I was curious. What happens when. Um, an angry mob pulls down a statue. Like, what happens to this statue? Um, they end up, uh, if Does it's in Bristol, it they throw them at the bottom of a harbour. Oh. Or they go back into storage or... Um, make they, what, they should, what they should do is they should melt them down. Right. And use the, use the metal to make um, small hatchback cars. That sounds like a plan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good plan. <laughs> but at least I have a plan. Yeah, I'm I'm woefully ill prepared <laughs> for the next time a statue is ripped down in my in my neighborhood. Have you ever been to Kitchener in Ontario? I don't believe I have, no. So Kitchener was not always called Kitchener. Do you know what it was called before it was called Kitchener? Bumbleberry Fields. No, very close. Berlin. Oh, that is very yeah. close. Yeah. Yes, you're right. But, although uh, Bumbleberry Fields is a bad it's name. Called- Thank you. I think so. It's called yeah. Berlin. Because, Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, because it has a large German population, or it, it did have a predominantly German population. Um, and German was spoken in schools, businesses, churches, and throughout the community. So in, why in call it Berlin, though? Why not come up with your own German well, name? Why call it New York? Why call it uh, Boston? Well, well, a lot of places <laughs> in North America are named after places from the you know where people settled from. Because it's weird. That's weird. If I, if I brought a bunch of my friends over and, and like got a commune together in Europe, I don't think I'd call it Canada. You might. All right. Well, say you go, you, you get sent into space to a planet and you go, let's call this planet New Canada. That's New Canada makes sense. New Berlin would make sense. But just, just called it Berlin. Yeah, that's weird. I can see why they changed the name. <laughs> well, Halifax. <laughs> we live in a city called Halifax. There's literally a place in England called Halifax. I know. It's very confusing. It is. It's not at the same time because it's a different continent. Who cares, yeah. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe for you. <laughs> um, so Berlin was Canada's German capital, um, and it was it had a it tended to be highly industrialized areas, and there was a lot of community pride. It was a very um, active and vibrant kind of uh, German community. Okay, there. that's cool. <clears throat> uh, and on August the 13th, 1897, proud Berliners unveiled a bronze bust of Kaiser Wilhelm I. I don't know a lot about Kaiser Wilhelm I, but um, it's, it's a fun name to say. Kaiser, Kaiser Wilhelm the I. First. Hold on, the first. Does that mean he had kids who he also named 
Kaiser. No, or Wilhelm. It means he was the first Kaiser called Wilhelm. Kaiser is not a first name, right? It was the first Kaiser oh. is the German word for king. King so, Wilhelm the First. So in downtown in Victoria Park, uh, he was the first emperor of Germany okay. uh, from 1871. So the the statue was four feet tall, weighed 150 pounds, and is a bronze bust. And it was shipped over from Germany. Uh, and it was uh, supposed to have a very good likeness to the Kaiser. And he was wearing uh, a spiked helmet, like as was the fashion in the German military. Yeah, I never understood that at all. Right, you just you it's a place to put your donuts. Keep I guess. Your, yeah, you just go right. Where am I going to? Oh no! Stick a hot dog. Where do there. I store my bagel till lunch? <laughs> <laughs> just German soldiers running down the street, being chased by seagulls. And and he also had vi- dro- what was described as droopy mutton chop sideburns. So those mustaches that those mustaches that joined up with the rest of your facial your fa- head hair face hair. Wow. Okay. Droopy mutton chops. So as was the fashion. I so guess. Berlin continued to grow while returning its kind of heritage. And in in the census in 1911, uh, three quarters of the 15,000 residents were of German descent. But 1914. Can you tell me what happened in 1914? Something big. That's around World War One. It's World War One. There is we World go. War one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well done. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not around World War One. It, it is, is World, World War, War One. Okay. <laughs> so obviously, uh, Canada was as part of the British Empire at the time and on the side of Britain. So uh, it became controversial to have. Uh, it was to have. German figures as statues around Canada. Hmm. So they became under, they were under intense scrutiny at this time. So on August 22nd, it was a Saturday night, vandals ventured into Victoria Park and using a, <laughs> yanked off the Kaiser with a rope. Hold on, what? They yanked <laughs> off the Kaiser with a rope until his bust broke free of the granite. get your mind out the gutter so they carried the bus to a bridge and tossed it into the victoria park lake uh and then (laughs) you've what you've never yanked a kaiser off the road until his bus came through yeah no are you free no i remember saddam hussein the first time that you yanked off a kaiser with a rope (laughs) i I remember watching um saddam hussein get yanked off by a tank live on tv it was like watching history unfold. <laughs> Please continue. Um, so, um, what year did this? Was he yanked off? 1914. Uh, the same. Oh, okay, it was the same year. Viciously year. yanked off by a rope. Vigorously. And, and then thrown in and then tossed into Victoria Park Lake. So people out for a Sunday morning stroll noticed the bust was missing and contacted the police. Uh, the lake was dredged, but nothing was found. Uh, and no one could work. No one could solve it up solve what happened but then at 10 a.m a local resident said they'd heard a tremendous splash coming uh out from near the bridge so about two o'clock in the morning and then uh, and they saw three men disappearing after the, the splash happened so they found it so the police rode out on a small boat uh and they found the bust uh, embedded helmet first in the bottom <laughs> of the lake it would have been, been great if it like harpooned a fish right <laughs> It doesn't say it did, but that's how I like to imagine her in my head. I'd say it did. Why not? Who's yeah. going to prove us wrong? The Disney version of this story, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So 
um, the bus. Canadian politics is boring. Rewriting history one episode at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just tuna fish. We're not saying it happened. I'm just saying. I'm it, saying it happened. It would have been more fun. No, it totally if it happened. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. If you're wondering, that's how it that's how it went down. Well, the fish was going after the bagel, and then <laughs> right. <laughs> so the bus was fished out, uh, and then um, even though. Even though Canada was at war with Germany, it was widely denounced, and the the mayor of Berlin considered the deed one of the most outrageous ever committed in the city. Uh, he also said it was a, it was an attempt to cause racial strife in Berlin, and was strongly represented by the majority of people who visited the park. So not strongly resented by the city, just people who visited the park. <laughs> And the Berlin News Record, which is a newspaper, called the Vandals maliciously inclined persons who should be who we should be very seriously dealt with. So the police uh, actually worked out who it was. It was a uh, someone called Al- three young men: Alan Smith, John Ferguson, and Fred Bolton, who don't have very German names, so they sound very British. So I imagine they were of British heritage, and they wanted to uh, tear the Kaiser's head off. Um, hmm. So the trio were all aged between 17 and 20. So I, was the statue put back at this point? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. They found it, though. They found it, and they found the people who did it. And they, and they just it. left it in the river? Um, no, they pulled it out. And did what with it? Uh, I'll, I'll get to that now. Okay. So <laughs> I'm eager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, um, uh, it was actually taken. It was, it, was, it was pulled out with a chain, and it was given to the Concordia Club, a local German-Canadian society, to keep it safe. But it was given to them in secret. Because they didn't want people to know where the bust was. <laughs> okay. So the, the the trio who stole it all pled guilty, um, but they actually weren't sentenced for their crime. Or there's no record of them being sentenced. Uh, and also, um, some people were saying that it was more of a youthful prank rather than a political act that they just did it for fun, um, and that it doesn't necessarily coincide with. The punishment um, be different depending on the intention. But then, so th- so this had happened. Um, those those rowdy teenagers had their wrists slapped, and the bust was hidden in this German Canadian club. So then, on February the fifteenth, nineteen sixteen, a rou- a group of rowdy Canadian soldiers from the hundred eighteenth Battalion forced their way into the downtown headquarters of the Concordia Club to find the Kaiser bust. Oh, so they found out where it was being hidden. Yeah, the the rumors had spread, and some angry soldiers who had been fighting <laughs> against the German Empire wanted oh. to come and get it. So they wrecked the interior of the hall, the piano, and all the remaining... The piano? F- they threw the piano out the window and all the remaining furniture. Is that true? Did you just make that up? Uh, no, that's, that's true. They literally threw a piano. Do you know how difficult they it is to the, pick up and throw a piano out of a window? I, well, I think it was, it's, a, it's an open balcony and they just wheeled it out. Okay, that's slightly different. Yeah. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and they, <laughs> they gathered everything outside they'd thrown out and burnt it, singing, We Will Never Let the Old Flag Fail. That's which, a song? Which is a song. Can you sing it for me? No. There we go. <laughs> um, That's a rousing song. It <laughs> stirs, the, stirs the heart in a patriotic sense. Yeah, it just it inflames the loins and stirs the heart. That's that's great. It's... <laughs> so the police did nothing as the soldiers kind of paraded the Kaiser bust down through the streets of Berlin. Uh, and they urinated and spat on the bus, and they abused it with sticks. Um, I don't know. They abused it did with they, sticks. Do they know that it's not alive? Do they? Were I know. They I don't know how you can. Fact? Can like, you abuse an inanimate object? I mean, you can try. It sounds like they sure did try. Uh, it's like, did they go home thinking like we sure sure would it? 
that, we, that yeah. bust will never t- be the same again. Like it's <laughs> well, and they took it to their barracks, um, and soldiers from uh, the same battalion, battalion visited the original monument to steal the um, the medallions on the side as well. So they just trashed everything, um, and the. The Concordia Society then came out to say they denied that they were a hotbed for German nationalism and um, the Boy Scouts used their hall and the hall contained a portrait of George V um, and some British flags as well. They were basically trying to say, like, this has happened, but we're kind of victims. We're not. We didn't deserve to be treated like this. We were just looking after the bust. You know, just keeping keeping the bust. Um, An An early saying of keeping of the peace. Yeah. And uh, an official investigation essentially blamed the Concordia Club for having inflamed passions by being insufficiently patriotic. (laughs) So they didn't do anything. What they didn't do was enough of something else. What? They weren't patriotic enough, which inflames passions against people who aren't patriotic. I don't think that's how that works. I'm just taking a stab in the dark here. So insufficiently patriotic. They were they, they had inflamed passions by being insufficiently patriotic. Sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. That's, whatever. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> and the invasion. Whatever. <laughs> the, uh, so the mob who uh, smashed the piano, up, burned all the furniture, and sang that beautiful song. Can you sing it for me again, I love that you remembered it. Uh, luckily, you don't need to remember the words when you sing it like that. It's just noise. Um, they were never they were never punished for their actions, um, and of abusing a, a statue head. Hold your horses and pull your carriage to the side of the road. Another important message is coming up now. So what happened then after this incident, even though the majority of the population were German, they decided to redefine themselves as Canadians. And there was an actual a referendum that May to change the name of the city from Berlin. Uh, and they had a short list of replacement names. And I remember our, our episode on a province called Bob. Yes. Where people came up with crazy names. Um, some of the names were Benton, Kiowana, Adenak, Corona, Brock, and Kitchener. Um, and the last entry was Herbert Kitchener or Lord Kitchener, Britain's general secretary for the state of war, who was the, there was a famous recruitment poster saying um, where he was pointing near the mustache in a hat. Oh, okay. Saying, we need you. That's him? Yeah. That's Lord Kitchener. That's Lord Kitchener. And he drowned uh, when uh, a ship. Well, I thought he- that was like, I thought that was this, the, the recruitment poster for the United States Army. That they, they did their own version with Uncle Sam. They stole the ori- that. The original one was Lord Kitchener. No way. Um, and he he was basically the, the, the Secretary for War during World War One, And he died. Um, his his boat was uh, hit by a marine mine off Scotland and he drowned oh, wow. with hundreds of people. So they, they were like, as a, as a, as a fitting tribute to him, they officially named Berlin Kitchener on September the 1st, 1916. That's a shame. That's like, did they, all the German culture and... and- and was that kind of washed aside? Um, it was, but also the name change didn't. And that's kind of what that's kind of what Canada's about is a melting pot of various cultures, right? So the fact that we got rid of a, a German, yes, but sort of, I think it's technical <clears throat> propaganda because there was a war on at the time, hmm. and um, 
they just that makes sense why they did it's just a shame that it happened but apparently it didn't do a lot it didn't do a lot to soothe the anger and um the in early 1917 the toronto daily star said that young men from the city were finding devious ways to get back to germany or to fight for the fatherland so then you began this whole anti-german canadian thing where they claimed that canadian uh, people of german descent in canada were trying to join the war on the side of of um the germans um without any proof there was no never any proof that this was happening but they were saying things like canadian graves in flanders are probably filled with men who fell under bullets filed by german reservists from berlin ontario which um was kind of just like stirring up problems right um in the end everything kind of calmed down again uh and the 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 trio who actually tossed the Kaiser bust into the lake all signed up and actually served in World War One in the end. Oh wow! One of them died in in action. Um, and as for the Kaiser bust itself, the mystery remains. Nobody knows what happened to it after the soldiers had it oh, wow. and took it back to the battalion. So this speculation that the battalion took it back with them when they were transferred to a new training camp in London, Ontario, where they they wonder if it's still in within kept by military people as a as a souvenir well i have an idea if any of our listeners out there happen to own the bust let us know well people have said they've seen it in garage off of you for well it's been it's been cited in garages basements and backyards um so it just keeps being shuffled around at yard sales well that's that's what people are saying that it may be um there's been sightings of none of them are proven and uh some claim that the, it was melted down and turned into napkin rings by the 118th <laughs> battalion with the units crest on for them when they eat their meals together as officers or whatever um and and the other most plausible outcome is that it was the bron- it was a bronze statue and it was donated to a wartime scrap metal drive to be reused for for war um but in and and kind of the the Germanic roots of 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 Berlin now Kitchener were kind of slightly suppressed during that era because of and then also the Second World War right um, but they've reclaimed those so since the nineteen sixties they have a uh, the Oktoberfest celebration and they've in kind Kitchener. of in Kitchener they've oh, kind of cool. rekindled those okay. those and they have uh, beer sausages poker music and celebrate German heritage there uh, however the name Kitchener is now controversial. Because and people want to change it because um, essentially Lord Kitchener helped pioneer concentration camps in Africa during the Boer War. Wow! Um, and uh, some people say that he's now inappropriate as a name, so they might change the name again. They could just change it back to Berlin. They should. Why not? Yeah, right. <laughs> new old Berlin, old new Berlin, old new. new yeah. <laughs> Berlin 2.0. Oh, I like that one better. That's good. Yeah. That's, 2.0. There we go. I'm, I'm down. We so, yeah. Go, we should go to Oktoberfest in Berlin. New new old Berlin 2.0. Good. No, no, I, I, if, if, uh, I would like, I would happily go to an Oktoberfest. Um, not with you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> preferably on my right. own. Right. Yeah. So. Just... <laughs> thanks, Reese. <laughs> so, this is, I, so, I haven't been to Germany for years because I moved to Canada and obviously it's further away than where I used From to. From what I've heard. Yeah. And um, I went to Epcot, and they had a German beer and a pretzel. And I was like, ah, it's the closest. <laughs> it's not real Germany. It's like if you've never left North America, Epcot is your best window on the world. <laughs> it was like when I was living in Toronto, and my friend's like, Greco is serving donairs, and they're like maritime donairs. We're like, what? And there was one Greco in all of Toronto at the time. And we had to go through like winding streets in downtown and underneath construction 
cranes and various scaffoldings and whatnot. We found this tiny little Greco. And we're like, do you guys have Donairs here? They're like, yes, we do. And they gave it to us. And we we're like, oh, thank you. We just, we're, we kind of melted into a puddle of happiness. Remembering the good times of living in a Remembering place. food. Remembering New food. New podcast, Remembering Food. <laughs> I remember food. <laughs> next, next week's guest is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, what kind of food do you like to remember? Probably, probably to do with like Ryan Reynolds impression. No, just this gin or gin, gin, yep, just gin. It's a just juniper gin. berries. It's all he eats. It's <laughs> yeah. gin, gin. That's why he looks so young. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Ryan uh, Reynolds, if you're listening to this podcast, as we know you do on the regular, if you'd like to sponsor us with Aviation Gin, we'd be more than happy. To, I will uh, for charity gin for money. I will for charity only consume gin for two weeks and nothing else. I'll join you on that. Just, just do for, it. Just for charity. Yep. I don't know how we're going to raise money. Ryan Reynolds, again. Every bottle of gin we drink, Ryan Reynolds will give a million dollars to... Um, the charity of uh, a chari- blind kids who needs clothes. Yeah, That's- or cold, cl- cold kids who need eyes. That... <laughs> That's a much more gruesome charity. <laughs> uh, but um, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> What's the moral of this story then, Jesse? What did you get from this episode? Um, if you are not passionately, so if you are not sufficiently patriotic enough, you may become enraged to a point of beating up a bust and bringing it to all your friends to do the same because... War is weird. Yeah. I couldn't have put it back myself. Thanks. That's yeah. Yep. <laughs> summed up history nicely there. That's what I do. That's um, why that's why I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am very useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cole's um, notes, Jesse. That's this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um the thing that I'm I'm visualizing in my head of everything that we talked about is like a group of rowdy men doing their best like taking time out of all of their looting and hollering and shouting and rabble rousing, as my father used to say, to heft a piano up, 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 and then, tr- oh, we're not quite in front of the window. Move it over it a little bit, a little to the, oh, oh, Johnny, pick it up more, pick it up, and then, try, and then successfully hauling it out of a window onto the ground below, and that being like of such note that someone wrote it down. Yeah, I think it's quite impressive. I think that um, if I was a um, a soldier at that time, uh, my first instinct would be to find a stick and to abuse the statue with a stick. Which is a really way of describing it. Quick, abuse it with a stick. <laughs> it doesn't look abused. Does it feel abused? Keep going, keep going. I'm just rubbing the stick up at one of his nostrils, going, nah, nah. Take, this take, is the take weirdest, that, Wilhelm. very weird episode. Take, the, is- take that, Kaiser Wilhelm the First. How'd you like a stick up your nose, you twat? <laughs> more British swear words. Can you tell me some more British swear words? Uh, um, well, wanker, twat. Wanker, twat. Uh, cludge. Cludge? Cludge. Cludge. Um, and ask you to describe clag, what you mean. Clag. Clag and cludge. Cludge. How do you use, the mini- use all four of them in a sentence. Uh, some wanker is a, was a right twat. And he had clag all over his cludge. I. <laughs> my, my, one do. of my favorites is cockwomble. <laughs> that just sounds like a good Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
There are many swear words. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get uh, on with this, you can't so wobble. We are beginning a national search for the Kaiser Head. Um, if anyone has seen the Kaiser Head uh, and would like to let us know where it is, please write to us, email us at CanadianPoliticsIsBoring at gmail.com. And we are, uh, right now, we have drones, helicopters, uh, dredging operations, highly trained divers, sniffer dolphins, all searching the waterways, highways, mountains, fields, marshes, uh, and uh, street street alleyways of uh, Ontario looking for the Kaiser head. When we find it, the plan is to launch it into space. With a bagel on it. With a bagel on top. Yeah. So that um, it's no longer a problem. For everyone, <laughs> it seems to be. I think that should be it. They should launch all of those statues into space. I love it. So that if aliens so, ever find it. People say you shouldn't take them down because it's destroying history. But why not shoot it into space instead? If if somebody says they want a statue built of themselves, that's, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> I need a statue built of me. Otherwise, I won't die happy. Whereas if you're happy to accept that people just remember you, for what you did because honestly there's so many statues i've walked past living in the uk where there's a lot of old dead people with statues you don't know how what any of them do right yeah They're i guess just, you wouldn't would you it's just like walking past a tree or a lamppost you know functionally it's there a lamppost is there to light the street a statue is there because this bloke did something and people said hey let's build a statue but it doesn't mean i know more about history right and it doesn't really like you don't walk past a statue and go I need to go to the library and look this up immediately and then just kind of spend the afternoon learning about that person. That doesn't happen very often, I don't think. I hope. God. No, it doesn't. You, no, just, you right? just look at the statue and We go. need to make an app where you just point your camera at a statue and it tells you all the bad things that person did. Exactly. It's like Pokemon Go, but for genocidal maniacs. I'm going to try and catch the statue with a Pokeball. And then the statue disappears in your phone and you feel better. Exactly. Because <laughs> you took down the statue. Gotta catch them all. All the murderers. <laughs> it's the two. <laughs> so, anyway, um, if you like statues and you think they're important, um, then, um, I don't know. Just build one? Yeah, just, just go and build a statue. Yeah. Just... Um, and if what, you don't uh, like statues, go yank them off no, with, I, I with gotta, a rope. <laughs> if you don't like statues, go and yank them off with a rope. If you do like statues, just go and yank them off. I feel like... Sons I, rope. The what? Sons rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long-winded piece of wisdom there, Reese, but I like it. Yeah. It works. I don't know if we could fit it on a t-shirt or not. It's maybe one half on the front, the other half on the back. The images might be a little graphic, but that's fine. That's... <laughs> Oh, God. You know, um, some people are sexually attracted to buildings. There's a woman who married the Eiffel Tower. Who the fuck married her? The No, the Eiffel Tower. No, but who who agreed to marry her? I don't know. To the Eiffel Tower? Uh, I don't know, but she married... Like, what priest did you... And she could just go and hang out and touch it and lean on it and talk to the Eiffel Tower. But, like, a marriage is a legal, legally binding contract. I don't Maybe it was like... It, like, I, I'm legally ordained to conduct marriages by the church of the dude which really? is which is a, a fake can church you, can inspired. you marry me to this this empty can of seven up no because because uh it's a fake church inspired by the beliefs of 
the dude from the Big Lebowski, and you can go online and fill it in and print off a certificate, so you're ordained to run dudist ceremonies. I should do that. I won first costume as going as the dude once for Halloween. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first costume, first place. I mean, you turned up first. <laughs> I was the only. One I, won, I was the, the earliest person at the party. <laughs> I gave myself the first costume it was, award. It was like three p.m. It was very awkward. <laughs> I bought my costume in March. On- <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Kaiser Wilhelm bust missing help find end of episode. True. Sing the song again. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of and then we haul a piano out the window (laughs) and a booze a face with a stick good night good night thanks for putting us in your ear holes What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.